0: My friends, if ever you doubt there is sin on earth, go referee some church hockey games.
1: (laughs) Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway.
0: Comparison is a joy sucker. Imagine how poor Michael Jordan feels next to Bill Gates. Sure, Michael received $10,000 for every minute of basketball he played in the NBA, and $40 million each year for endorsements, but Bill Gates makes $250 a second. Poor Michael. Have you ever been compared to a sister, a co-worker, a spouse? When I was a kid, I was usually quite respectful when talking to someone who was larger and more muscular than I. But I'm told that an older boy once skidded to a stop on his new bike and laughed at me for riding my sister's tricycle. I said, at least mine has three wheels. You only have two. From the time we're small, we engage in the sin of comparison. We find someone who has it better than us, which leads to jealousy, or we find someone worse off, which leads to pride. Look at me. I have three tires and a little bell. In talking with people who have lost their joy, I often hear stories of the hurt they've experienced from being compared to a sibling, a co-worker, or someone else's spouse. I heard about a guy named Arnie who climbed into a taxi, and the cab driver said, perfect time, and you're just like Dave. Dave who? Dave Johnson. That guy did everything right. He was always there when you needed him. Dave was always on time. Everybody has some flaw, countered Arnie. Not Dave, said the cab driver. He was a great athlete. He could have gone on the pro tour in tennis, golf, or ping pong. He played guitar like a star, sang like Sinatra, and man, could he cook. Plus, he had a memory like a steel trap, never forgot a birthday or an anniversary, always knew which fork to eat with and what to wear. He was always home on time, and Dave could fix anything, not like me. I'd change a fuse and I'd black out the whole neighborhood. Is he a good friend of yours? Arnie asked. Well, I never actually met the guy, said the cab driver. Well, then how do you know so much about him? Because I married his widow. <laughs> Ever felt like that, cab driver? Like you can never quite measure up? Here are two things that will make all the difference today. First, pray that God will bless those you envy. When we pray for others we begin caring for them. F.B. Meyer was a London preacher in the years when Charles Spurgeon and G. Campbell Morgan were there too. Spurgeon and Morgan had mega churches compared to Meyer's church. He was envious. So he began to pray that their churches would grow. He later said their churches grew so much in answer to my prayers that they overflowed and the overflow came to my church. Pray for those you envy. Second, be thankful for what you have. When Derek Jeter retired from the New York Yankees, he had played 2,747 games without being tossed from one of them. He was a gentleman. He was a thankful guy. I had the pleasure of meeting Derek after speaking at a chapel. Jeter said this, I say a prayer after the national anthem, thanking God and asking that we play to the best of our abilities and that no one gets hurt. This past summer, I took the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, named after another famous Yankee, Lou Gehrig. For 14 years, Lou was first baseman for the Yankees. When Mr. Gehrig left the game he loved, he stood in Yankee Stadium to speak to adoring fans.
1: Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face face of the earth.
0: When Lou was dying, he called a friend. Bob, I've got good news for you. The boys in the lab have discovered a new serum, and it is really working for nine out of 10 victims. What about you, asked Bob. Is it working for you? Well, no, but how about those odds, nine out of 10? Lou knew how to rejoice with those who rejoice, so can we. Let's pray for those we envy, bless them, and give thanks today.
1: Experience the clean family humor of Laugh Again with Phil Calloway, 24 seven on Laugh Again TV. Available on YouTube anytime